Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Slice of Life. I'm Kay. I'm T. And today we are talking about Yuri on Ice. Season one. There's only one season. Is there only one season? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Can I just say, no. how amazing is that opening song? I love it. I would you listen to it. it. I would it's listen pretty to good. it if I was a sports person, which I'm definitely not. Yeah, yeah that's, that's one way of describing it. Do you disagree? Anyway, um, yeah, the opening song's okay. Hmm? Okay. It's okay, isn't it? It's brilliant. You know when it drops and there's the like choir in the background? Well... I actually found it a bit comical at first because what? I misheard a lot of it and so it didn't make sense to me. And so it's just like, what the hell is this song about? As you can tell, this is going to be an episode of Dichotomies and Contrast. <laughs> what I love. What you no, not I so much no well, let's get into it then. Okay. Yuri on Ice, what do you think? I thought it was good, particularly towards the end. I think that's a common theme, actually, in most of the animes that I've watched. After the first half, mm-hmm. they start to get really good. Mm-hmm. Um, except for Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. That was good from the start. <laughs> Which we'll come to in a different episode, yes. where you will fangirl. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, it was it was good, particularly towards the end. Uh, it was somewhat of a landmark anime, would you say? Yeah, maybe we should give a rundown of mm-hmm. what it's yeah. about. So what's so, the stuff? So, Yuri Katsuki... Katsuki Yuri. Katsuki Yuri. Konnichiwa, Katsuki Yuri desu. Uh, is a 23-year-old overweight figure skater. Over. He's not overweight. He's not over. He's overweight by like anime standards. Yeah. Um, and he loses in I think the Grand Prix finals yes, one year. That's right. Uh, Which is a, like the world championship type thing. Yep. And he's on the edge of retirement. He's thinking I might as well give up and go home to Japan. So he goes home to Japan. And uh, while he's there, he gets surprised by his, like, idol of all idols. Also, we're talking about ice skating. Yeah, I think that's implied by the name. Well, Yuri on Ice could could also be just a story about an Australian guy. (laughs) On drugs. (laughs) On drugs. Um, So, Victor. 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 uh, Nikiforov. Nikiforov is Yuri's main idol of all idols. He turns up at Yuri's house in Japan and says, I want to be your coach. Mm-hmm. And Yuri loses his... Yeah. And Victor is like three-time or four-time world champion. He's... I think it's five-time. He's the bee's knees. Yep. As far as champions go. And so it's a big deal for him to turn up and Yuri has like posters all over his room. Yeah, it's of Victor. Awkward. Yeah. Um, so I think the whole series just spans Yuri's... Well, there's two Yuri's, but we'll focus on Yuri Katsuki for now. Mm-hmm. He's like overcoming his anxieties and yep. his relationship with Victor, mm-hmm. his relationship with all the other skaters. Yeah. And I think, I mean, like we have discussed in previous animes, you you look at it and you're like, sports anime, ice skating. Mm. But I think the underlying message is, like with all sports animes, teamwork, friendship, Yes. And overcoming boundaries. Mm-hmm. And is would you classify it as a romance? Would you classify it as just your standard slice of life? How would you describe the show in that sense? What genre does it fit into? I mean, it is a 
sports anime, but it's also a romance. I feel like the romance isn't really... Mm, I suppose it is integral to the plot, isn't it? I'd, I'd go with sports anime. Sports if you look anime, at okay, yeah. The, every episode consistently has skating and skating terminology mm-hmm. and technicalities, whatever. The romance is just a, a bonus. Okay. I would... Can I throw an alternative suggestion out there? Of course. I would think that it has sports and the romance aspect as a side, but the main part of the anime, if you were to look at it from an artsy-fartsy point of view, would be internal dialogue and how one person, like you said, deals with their anxiety Mm. and how they overcome it and just like your general life troubles. Yeah, that's true. Because that is very consistent. He always had... I mean, it's told from Yuri's point of view, but there's always this like conflict in his head. That's actually a very good point. Thank you. Very astute art student. I didn't do arts. Cool. (laughs) Maybe you should have. So moving aside Yuri and Victor's relationship for a second, there is another Yuri to be considered who Mm -hmm. we will henceforth call Yurio. Yes. Because I feel like... As he's called in the show. Yuri is kind of annoying. Whereas Yuri... Yeah. Anyway. That's fine. So we've got Yurio Plisetsky, who is a Russian 15-year-old. He's 15, yeah. Yeah, and he's like the up-and-coming prodigy of the skating world. He was the junior world champ, and he's moving into the senior division. Mm, So pressure's on. Mm -hmm. And I think just as much as it's about Yuri Katsuki overcoming his anxieties, it's also about Yuri Plisetsky, Yurio, overcoming his, like... Anger management issues, for lack yeah, of a better he's, word. He's, well, he's, a, he's a teenager. He's got a lot of like built-up anger, built-up mm. whatever, stress. Yep. And, yeah, th- those are the three main characters, would you say? Yurio, Yuri, and, and Victor. Victor. Yep. I mean, they're in the opening sequence, so if that doesn't make them the yep. main characters, I don't know who One thing is. I will say about the opening sequence, while I, the music's neither here nor there for me anyway... Um, the artwork in that mm, it's beautiful, is cool, right? and yeah. it evolves during the season. Yeah, and it's very, it's very beautiful. I like that attention to detail that they had. That's cool. Okay, so let's move on to side characters. Okay, so we talked about that's the general premise of the show: is some figure skaters, yep. and they go overcome their own issues. However, we also haven't talked about just what right before we move on to side characters. Mm. One of the big things about this show that made it super popular, would you say, or made it come into the spotlight a bit was that it actually had openly gay characters would you say or oh not? we're moving on to the gay now yeah we can do the gay now um yeah no let's do it so <laughs> no i'm just just throwing it out there because yeah. that's that's a big part of the show it is and it's a big part of its popularity as well i think if they hadn't uh been so open about victor and yuri's relationship and maybe other relationships but that's kind of all smoke and mirrors. I'm not quite sure if anything's been confirmed right. for like other, there are some weird relationships in the show, but we'll get to them later. Yeah. Mostly it's like brother, sister, weird yeah, things. Yeah, there's some weird things. Classic anime. Um, but yes, I would say that it's not just fan service. You know, a lot of animes, um, I'm sure everyone listening knows what fan service is, but if you don't, it's sort of, um, especially in sports anime, it's particularly prominent if you have like, let's say a bunch of, boys on a team or a bunch, bunch of, of or a bunch of girls on a team and they are usually paired up quite prominently but never shown to be you know holding hands or doing anything romantic mm. but the way they care about each other is 
is pretty yeah. explicit, but um, never crossing the line into like all out gay. Whereas mm-hmm. with Victor and Yuri in, I think it's episode seven, which yep. broke the internet um, when Victor kisses Yuri mm-hmm. and everyone was like, is it a hug? Is it a kiss? It's a kiss. Like there's no, time. it is a little bit ambiguous the mm. way that they framed it, but yeah. yeah, I think they confirm it a bit later, I guess with their general interactions. Yeah. So, mm. although I don't think during the whole thing, they're overly like, so Victor, I like boys. Do you also like boys? I think it's, it's subtle and maybe that's, one of the yeah. great things about it that they're not just like, oh, hey, this, uh, <coughs> there's some gay characters. <laughs> Look at us, integration. <laughs> Diversity. Yeah. Sparkles. Um, so at the start of the season, I didn't really like Victor. I thought he was a bit yeah. scatterbrained and I didn't think he was very good for Yuri. But like mm-hmm. you say, as the season progressed and the two of them sort of learned to mould around each other instead of just... Spinning on their wheels independently. Yeah. Yep. Um, but one thing I did like about early on Victor was I think they made a point of saying that when he had his long hair, he wanted to be like gender ambiguous. Oh, really? And so I sort of got the feeling from maybe episode one or two onwards that this was going to be a deeper anime than what I'm used to in sports anime. Plus yeah. they're all older. Like Victor's like 27 or 28. Yeah. Uh, so they're not in high school being like, oh, am I gay? Am I not? I think they'd know by now. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the side characters then. Yep. So for that little... We aside. can go back to it later. It's fine. Relationships so play a big part. They do. And so who are some of your uh, favourite and least favourite side characters <laughs> and why? So I have to take you through the first time I watched this. Like I said, I didn't really like Victor. I definitely didn't like JJ. And I probably didn't like Chris that much either. I didn't know who he was or what his like agenda was. But I think, I don't know what episode it was, but the episode at the end where they show the montage of Yuri getting drunk at last year's. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, the ball or whatever. Um, And Chris and he pole dancing together, which explained why Chris like slapped him on the ass when he saw Yuri. Mm, And then everyone's... It kind of, it all slotted into place after that. Yeah. So after that, I was like, oh, okay, Chris isn't that bad. He's not just sexually harassing people for because, the sake of it. Because, like you say, it, everything fell into place after that in particular. Because yeah. in the early part of the show, I I certainly got the feeling that like it didn't make sense, Yuri existing in this figure skating world. Like, I didn't understand his place in it. Yeah, or and, why Victor had come to him in the first place. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we do get a little hint about that. He yeah. watches his... Uh, I guess it's like a cover video. Yeah, of that's your, called of tribute video. Yeah, of Victor's routine. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. That helped cement all of their relationships, and that it is sort of, while it is on the like world stage, they are their own little community. Yeah. So, I think when it comes to my favourite characters, Chris turned around, and the second time, boo. no, don't boo Chris. Like, hear me out. He's he's valuable in his own sense because number one, I think he has a boyfriend. Also, his cat looks like our cat, and also, <laughs> not that it, yeah. You know, he does that bit where he's. I think it's his boyfriend. Everyone assumes it's his boyfriend. Is like, oh, you'll miss your flight, or you have to leave now, or something. Says here. I'm a very credible sources. The cat owned by him is surmised to be a white Persian cat. Oh. Or a British longhair. It looks like our cat. We have a Berman and 
Sort of. There's another cat. Sort of. The, like <gasps> you know what? Yurio's cat. It's Yurio's cat. Yeah. Poch, pocha, pochka, poch, pocha, something. It has a name. Yeah. So that's a bird, but that, my bad. Is it? Oh, I apologize. Okay, then. Chris's cat is not like our cat, but the fact that he owns a cat, quite endearing. But in my second viewing of the season again, my rewatch, mm. mm-hmm. I found that I liked Chris a lot more because I could see he was a supportive character. Like, yeah, he gets a bit weird on the ice when he's on there. <laughs> Everyone's weird on ice. Everyone's weird on ice. But his friendship with Victor made me like them both a lot more because it kind of reminded me of my friendships with my friends. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Made them yeah, both friends. a lot more relatable. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't lie to these people. <laughs> I have friends. Um, so I would say top three favourite characters. I went around the merry-go-round on that one, but Chris, Otterbeck, Pichet. Pichetokun. Pichetto. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now you give me your top three because well, I know there's so many you hate. No, no, there aren't many that I hate. It's just a lot that I just find frustrating. They're just annoying. Okay, well, this is like that app, Hater. Hater. The opposite of Tinder. You tell me who you hate and we'll bond over it. Okay. Well, also, Yurio's cat is a ragdoll as well. Just <sighs> a little clarification I just there. can't get it right, but it looks like No, a you got the name right. What is it, Pocha? Puma Tiger Scorpion. <laughs> Otherwise known as... Oh, well, he does... Yeah, yeah, Pocha. Um, so my favourite three, is that what you wanted? Well, we can bond over who you hate, but oh, okay. you can take us through your favourite three and then we'll okay. talk about who you don't Favourite like. three, I like Victor towards the end in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, Urio definitely grew on me and would probably make it to the top three mm-hmm. and probably also just main Yuri. Wait, are you doing... Favorite characters overall. You asked me who my favorite side characters were. Oh, my bad, my oh, bad. Man. Now I look like an idiot. <laughs> okay, let's scratch that. Okay. So, so, all right. So, take us through your favorite side characters first, top three, and then we'll talk about who you hate. Okay, favorite side characters. Can they be for stupid reasons? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, actually, the first one's not that stupid. I really like Yuri's old. Uh, I guess they were in high school together. Friend, her name Yuko? is... Yes, Yuko. With the twins? Yes. No, triplets. And her weirdly bully, abusive husband. But let's just put that aside. He's soft underneath. Yeah, he still bullied him, so... <laughs> uh, I like her. She's very supportive, and I like that she geeks out about, you know, world-class skaters when they turn up at her rink. Yep. Uh, so that's one. Yep. Her relationship with Yurio was really cute, I thought. With you, ah, oh, yes, yeah, with Yurio, that's mm. right, yeah. I actually really like their kids as well. I've lumped them into a side character. Okay. How they're so obsessed with ice skating, yeah, and they're they, pretty cute too. Yeah, and they like stay up at night and defy their mother and <laughs> take those videos and upload Plus, them. And... If you think about it, if it wasn't for those triplets, Victor and Yuri probably wouldn't have. I mean, Victor wouldn't have come to Japan because they filmed. Yuri's video. Oh, did they film? Yeah, Victor's oh, routine. There and you then go. they released it online. So there you go. thanks, Triplets. Thanks, Triplets. And my third favourite, not there's no in particular not in any particular order, but the one that makes it into the top three of my side character is Makachin. Oh Makachan? Makachin. Makachin. And Vichan is ah, yeah. Makachin. Yep. Yep. Cute. Because they just like dogs, so. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. She's a very cute dog. Yep. Absolutely. Mm. 
So then moving on to main characters, or do you want to do side characters that you don't really like? I don't want to seem like a hater. There's really only okay, a few well that then. I am confused about. I feel like if I saw their backstory, maybe I'd be a bit more... Well, who are the... Yeah. Okay, well then, who are the ones, without you know, a negative spin, who are the ones that didn't really make sense to you or you were just confused about? Uh, Mickey? I really didn't understand Mickey. And I know he's like Italian older brother. No, they're twins. Italian brother. One has to be older. There you go. Maybe it's him. Um... I just, I just couldn't, it creeped me out. He was so overprotective of his sister to the point where he was like, no other man can have her. Like, just draw a line in the sand. And he did get over it eventually, but he just wasn't for me. It wasn't to my tastes. Everyone mm. else was pretty cool. Didn't mind. Emil. But what about JJ? JJ gets a lot of hate. A lot of hate. And I think... Well, if you love yourself that much. He does, but... He also suffers that, like, crippling, I'd say it was a panic attack on the ice. On the ice, yeah. In his... In the last... Yeah, second last or his second last... Second last, yeah. yeah. where he saw all the other skaters, like, standing above him, looking down on him. Mm. Um, that softened him. Didn't make me like him, but it definitely made me think, oh, there's more to this guy than just, like, being in a rock band, having a song made about himself, oh, God, like, kissing himself on the ice. Oh, man. <laughs> Such a but narcissist. that being said, his song is my favourite of all the songs. It's a that pretty they good song. <laughs> I know that. Yep, that sucks. If my name was JJ, I would sing it to myself in the mirror you can every rule the morning. World. Yep, I'm the king. Yep. All right. Who? I know there are a few on your list. Who did you not well, like? Look, I don't, you don't have to hate them. I don't hate them. I don't hate them. I just found them infuriating. Okay. Infuriating. <laughs> no. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so. Infuriating slash weird. I just found them weird. Mm. Like, Chris, he's just a weird dude. Are you saying that because he orgasms on the ice? Yes. Okay. That's weird to me. Maybe he really likes the ice. Like, fair enough. But you're now bringing your, like, weirdness to everybody else. (laughs) I'm sure they clean the ice afterwards. Put it this way. If he did that in public, what would be the response? Uh, Well. Exactly. He's Swiss. I think a lot of it can be brushed off by he's Swiss. Is he Swiss? Yeah. Ah. No offence to any Swiss people listening, but, you know. Of which there are none. Of which Currently. <laughs> if they join in later. Um, I feel like, and he's pretty, so he can get away with it. If he was like a fat old man. Yeah, you're right. If he if he was unattractive and a fat old mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. But he's right Swiss off. and romantic. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so Chris makes it to the weird list. Chris. Okay. Yeah. Um, Minami, the oh, yeah. the little guy who is he also a teenager? Mm, yeah, I think or is like he 14. just small? Oh no, no, yeah, he is just small. I remember them saying, like he's he like doesn't look seventeen, yeah, oh, but yeah. he's tiny. Yeah, Poor I didn't. Kid. Uh, who sucks? But he's Hinata, and I love Hinata from Haikyuu. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I didn't. I just found him annoying. He was pretty full on. Full on. That's mm. the right term. But you need that to counteract Yuri because he is so placid. And I see a lot of myself in Yuri. You know? <laughs> I see a lot of myself in Yuri-o, So <laughs> Yeah, but that's fine. But these, yeah, just some of the side characters were just neither here nor there. Yeah. Like, eh, may as well not have been there. Okay, so just Chris and Minami? No, no, there are more, but okay. I just don't want to. Okay, I don't wanna you don't want to hate too yeah. much. Well, I think, I mean, we've made our point about JJ. I, I know he has a big 
fan base of like defensive fans who are like, no, but JJ, and I understand. And I think it only came out recently to be canon that he has like 10 brothers and sisters. So, which again, softens him a little more that, you know, he had to compete for his parents' love with like 10 or nine other siblings. Sure. But I just, maybe the second season or the movie, which I think is coming out soon, will endear me to him more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, just while I'm looking at my character sheet here, Mm. and I just throw a special mention out there to Otterbeck. Otterbeck is a cool dude, number one. He's the coolest, right? sweet haircut, number two. Makes me want to go to Kazakhstan. If everyone there is that cool, rides motorbikes. Motorbikes, yeah. And also a rescuer. Yes, from hordes of fans. Hordes of fans, yeah. Mm -hmm. We all need one of those. I think, um, again, like before Otterbeck came onto the scene, I was a little fed up with Hurio being so angry, like so relentlessly angry. And we'd seen him like, soft at times when mm-hmm. it came to Yuri especially mm-hmm. but I think after it's at Barcelona where he meets Otterbeck and Otterbeck's like I remember you you don't remember me but we used to be friends or we used to be in the same class or whatever mm-hmm. and they become friends I feel like that evens Yurio out a little bit yeah because he's finally got a pair of his own he's not like scrambling to fit in with the other pair and of I Victor think and Yuri. Otterbeck would put up with his crap, but also simultaneously, he's sort of uh, scary and sort of uh, intimidating. He's a bit of a brick wall too. Like, Mm. he doesn't say a lot. They have that scene where on the top of, are they in Spain? Uh, Yeah, Barcelona. Yeah. And they have that scene where they're like, do you want to be friends? Yeah, I'll be friends. Wish it was that easy to make friends in real life. Put yourself out there. (laughs) This is why I have no friends. This is why you have no friends. (laughs) Um, So... Okay, so moving on to something which is a little bit of a controversial topic. So Yuri on Ice pretty much swept the uh, Crunchyroll Anime of the Year awards last year for 2016. It? Yeah, it got, I think, at least half of the awards. Oh, wow. For like best male character, best scene, best kiss. Best mailman best, character? Best mailman character. There's a mailman in the background. He won it. And the controversy, I think, stems from it winning best animation when in fact the animation probably isn't the best there's a lot of noodle limbs and a lot of missing you know features within mm. the anime yeah i only know that from like tumblr screenshots right okay suddenly yuri's got a leg where no one should have a leg oh that's, that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome but um maybe that's a, that's a little joke they're like yeah best animation <laughs> Here, guys. They didn't win it before they released the anime. What? <laughs> you say they put it in for a joke before they won the No, 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 the, the judges. The oh, judges are like, yeah, good work, guys. <laughs> well, the people judge it. And because Yuri oh. on Ice has such a huge fan base, I think that's why people were a bit pissed because mm, okay. just because they're fans, they were like, vote for it anyway, which is fair enough. I would, I would vote for it. I think I did vote for it. For best animation, though? No. No, I think I gave that to My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Or maybe One Punch Man. I can't remember. But these awards. It's just like any other fan... Just like the Grammys. Exactly. Any other fan decisive award, um, you've got to be prepared for the fallout of it having a massive fan base. Yeah. And it does. So, okay. so my question is, I guess, what did you think of the animation? The animation style? was... Okay. Um, it didn't blow my mind. It was, yeah, it was fine, palatable. Yeah. 
Yeah. Lots of nice colours. Yeah. Um, I mean, the castle was quite nice in Yuri's hometown. They... I think it shows in the background more than the foreground that they've done their research. A lot of places are like exact yeah, that's cool. replicas yeah. of yeah, corners or churches or whatever. I mean, yeah, it's not it's not the best animation I've seen. I think it had moments though where they would. I I quite like it when in shows where they change up the animation to suit the mood. Like in Haiku, how when they do a really powerful spike they make it all like scraggly oh, and yeah, true. sketchy and yep and i think they did that with the ice skating a few times when yeah. they were making like beautiful jump scenes mm. that was really like made you take a step back one thing that's not necessarily a bad thing about the animation but that i can sort of understand why it wouldn't be um so good or i mean who am i to judge their animation but you know when they do step sequences in Yuri and Ice, a lot of that I can't imagine. Like it doesn't look real to me. I don't it's even obviously know what it a, is. Like I, I a very know. tricky thing to animate. Yep. But I, yeah, that's a tricky one. I don't know. I didn't know anything about figure skating. I'll be honest. Just like with volleyball and haiku, just like with even basketball in Kuroki no Basque. Before I watched it, I was like, don't know the technicalities of this sport. It's Score a, a goal laugh. in basketball. <laughs> exactly. I knew it from High School Musical. That was about it. So when I watched Yuri on Ice, it made me appreciate the athleticism of figure skating. I never knew yeah, how similar absolutely. it was to ballet. Mm-hmm. Um, but also you're on ice, so it's even scarier. Yeah, just land on this hard concrete-like <laughs> surface. Yeah. Um, so when they are doing things like that, and I'm glad that the judges kind of explain what they are. Yeah, yeah, that's And right. also those little cutscenes with cute Chibi Yuri being like, yep. this is what a If you do a full rotation, is. you get the blah. Exactly. Although, just on that, just mm. quickly. A, as a non-ice uh, skating aficionado, it didn't make a lot of sense to me that you would still score points even if you stacked it. I would have thought that landing a jump with less rotations is more important than getting more rotations but stacking it. I genuinely don't know. I thought the rotation counted for something. Oh, it more does. Powerful. Yeah, yeah, it does. But that's that's a bit that doesn't really make sense to me. I don't know if anyone else feels if like that. If there are any ice skaters listening, if you could clarify, that would be that would be great. I guess it is trickier to get the rotations in, but couldn't you then just try and get like six rotations in but just stack every jump and you'd get <laughs> Someone's probably done it. Doesn't quite look the same. No, it someone's does. just <laughs> repeatedly stacking it on the eyes. Uh, if they wanted to watch that, they'd just go to any of the amateur uh, ice skating rinks. Holy crap! Our cat just did the most incredible parkour. <laughs> there's a there's a cushion up against our wall, and it's probably two and a half meters high. Yeah, two meters maybe. Of course, you and she. Oh man. She crazy. should be an ice skater. Actually, no, don't give her blades with knives attached yeah. to the bottom. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting over that. That was amazing. <laughs> I wish you could have seen that. It's like, <laughs> She's looking at you. So let's head back to the romance aspect and the relationships aspect because there are a lot of relationships, like I was saying with Mickey and Sala, Sara? Uh, it's Sara. Sara, but they pronounce it Sala. Yes. The yes, Sara. That we watched. Um, Mickey and Sara, 
that was a bit of a creepy one. But there are other relationships that I find beautiful that I wouldn't have thought. Okay, such as? So I guess the best example I have is Yuri and Pitchett's relationship. Pitchett is like such a mm. pillar, you know? He's got yeah. his like little hamsters and he supports Yuri no matter what. Yeah, he's he cool. like FaceTimes him. Again, wish I had a friend like Pitchett. You wish you had a friend full stop. <laughs> um, that wasn't virtual. And even relationships like um, Miller and Yurio, her being and like, he does nothing but pretty much like verbally abuse her, but Classic. she's again like an older sister to him. Yeah. And then you've got ones like, um, is it Guang Hong? Ji, Guang Hong Yi, and okay. the the China representative, and then Leo, the American, and they're like best buddies, even though they yeah. live in two countries. I don't know, just the like family of ice skaters, yeah. and they all look out for each other, and they all respect each yep. other. There's no one there who's. Uh, well, I was just thinking of Yurio and JJ as being like super violent, but they're not violent JJ. towards those. JJ's not violent. Are, well, no, but he's a bit of a pain. Towards oh, the absolutely. other skaters. But again, not to the point where he like puts them down. Mm. He just kind of belittles them. I guess it brings guess home that whole idea that like while they are super famous in their domain and plenty of people like devote their lives to covering their sport mm-hmm. and I know it's I know it's an anime, but I think there's some analogues to the real world in that sense that like they're just people. Yep. They're just people, they happen to know each other. Yep. Of course they hang out. Of course, they have this little community and they're just normal people that a lot of other people take great interest in. I think this will come up in my uh, discussion of IQ, in our discussion of IQ. <laughs> Your solo discussion. My solo, this is my solo track. Uh, for an oh. hour talking about IQ, which I probably could do. Um, is that the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games are coming up? No, 2018 Olympic 2020, Games. 2020, isn't it? Tw- is it 2020? Yeah, because we only had the Olympics last year in Rio. I just know divide by God, four. God, that feels like five years ago that, that we had the Olympics. Year. Damn. Okay. Anyway, I was thinking it would be really cool if they got all their sports anime characters and like made an anime about them all being in the Olympics. So they've got figure that's skating cool. and then they've got high kick I, for volleyball and Koroke no That's basket. very cool. I thought what you were going to say was... It'd be really cool if they filmed the actual, like the normal competitions, but had them animate like Haikyuu for the volleyball and made Haikyuu win like the gold nice, medal for. Nice, yeah. Yep. I mean, I would Not like Haikyuu, to see you know, who would be smart. on the figure skating. T- well, I guess it would have to be each of them res- oh, for their respective countries of Yuri on Ice, I'm talking about. Mm. So, why, why do we even have the Olympics, is what you're trying to say. And why don't we instead have an anime Olympics? I yeah. would mainly watch yeah. that above, like, well, there are some fun Olympic events, like the weightlifting. Oh, yeah. What a fun event <laughs> where they can potentially, like, crap out their internal organs. No, I don't watch it for that. I watch it for their facial expressions. Yeah, true. Yeah. And the gymnastics, things like that. You know, the fun mm-hmm. events. But now I'm going to be watching the figure skating because I realised the sportsmanship that, and the, like, blood, sweat and tears that go into it. Mm-hmm. I've really thought about that before. And ice. And ice that go into it. <laughs> Don't forget the ice. Bleeding on the ice. Um, okay, so let's move on to our zombie apocalypse teams. Wait, wait, hold your horses. Okay. Before we do that, okay. can I just make a comment about the music in this anime? Oh, yes. They have done an awesome job of getting such a wide variety of music in this show. Mm-hmm. Like all of the individual skater songs 
like they're all pretty much classics yeah. in my mind. Like you can put those on and enjoy most of them, I would yeah. say. And the, even the weird ones like Chris's sexy song. Okay, uh, well, don't talk about Chris. Don't have anything it. to do with that guy. Okay, Pitchett's song then. Yes. Both of his songs are brilliant. Yeah. Both they just got some really good songs yeah. and Still Alive is amazing. Oh, Leo's song. Leo's yeah, song. Yeah, that's a yeah. nice song. And yeah, they've just done an awesome job with that. And especially with the two arrangements of Eros. Oh, is it called yeah. Eros? No, um, Ag- Agape, Agape and Eros. Agape but and I Eros. think they're the same song, just called yeah. different things. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's really cool. They really, I think, put a lot of effort into that and it's paid off. Well, you being a musician, anyway. you would appreciate what? that better Am than I? anyone. <laughs> I think the standout for me was, is it Sungil? Sungi? Sungil. I'm thinking of... You're thinking of Sungi Big from Big Bang. <laughs> um, the Korean skater, he looks like he's always indifferent, always like a blank face, very stoic. But then his routine is like this weird cha-cha mamba. Yeah. Like he's wearing rainbow... Flamenco outfit. I wouldn't be surprised. Flamingo if outfit. What yes. are those things called? Not Maracas? Yeah. If he had those on the ice, that would be just a bonus. All too appropriate. And if he was juggling them. Oh. Do a flip while juggling okay, those. Okay, we'll write him a letter and be like, listen, for your next routine, what do you think? Who, to Sungri or to Sungil? Sungil. I don't think Sungi would appreciate yeah. that. Um, but yeah, you're right. The music was absolutely spectacular. And I hope that they can replicate it in the second season or the movie, whichever comes first. I think it's going to be the movie. Cool. Mm. All right, so then Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah. we got our tank, healer, town idiot, the natural-born leader, and the... Comic relief. Comic relief. We always oh, no, forget sorry. about the comic relief. No, no, no. Fodder? So there's Fodder. Fodder? <laughs> really know our stuff. Fodder, the specialist person, Daryl Dixon. Yep. The healer type. Yep. The tank. And the and leader. the leader. Yep. Yeah. What did I say before? Who knows? Know. Anyway, those five. Okay. Hit me. All right. Uh, let's get the worst out of the way first. Let's go with your fodder that you've just used for zombie bait. Yes. Go on. Well, who is it going to be? Well, mine will be different to yours. Okay. Well, zombie fodder. I mean, you want someone who's useless, but... Makes a lot of noise, makes maybe. Makes a lot of noise. I know who you're angling towards, and I'm not going to choose him. No, that's for me. I'm going to pick... All right, you know what? I'll I'll go pretty random with this one. I'll go Emil, uh, the Czech skater. Oh, really? I don't mind him. You mean Osher Ginsberg? Osher Ginsberg. I don't mind him personally, but he's not very useful. Yeah, that's fair. That's my reasoning. That's the summary of his character. No, no, you you do your five first. You don't want to back and forth it? No. Do you want to back and forth it? Yeah, right. All right, fine. <laughs> this okay. is why I don't have any friends. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so my fodder. Mm. You think that I'm going to pick Chris, but I'm not going to pick Chris. No, I think you're going to pick JJ. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh. Yeah, all right, JJ. Oh. I was going to pick Minami because he's loud and would make a lot of, like, yeah, he would. Like a little noise and actions. But yeah, yep. JJ would be loving himself sick, having a bath when everyone's like, no, JJ, you can't use the drinking water for a bath. And then he'd get himself killed because he's singing so his own mean. song. The poor JJ. Okay, um, let's move on. Let's move so on. So much JJ hate in this episode. Um, all right, let's say for your healer. 
Okay. So for my healer type, I would probably pick now. Yuri's ballet teacher, not Yurio. Yuri's. Uh, Minako Sensei. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's cool. She's cool. And she's an alcoholic, though, I think. So Alcohol heals all. <laughs> one for me, one for you. It's between her and Yuri's mum. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah. So, actually, no, I'll, I'll go Yuri's mum. Okay. Because she would heal people through the power of Katsudon. Of Katsu. Mm. Yeah. Also, I really like that. I mean, I love katsudon. I love tonkatsu. Any oh. kind of katsu, I am in katsu. for. But at the start of the season, when Yuri said something along the lines of he finds his eros in mm -hmm. katsudon, mm -hmm. I was like, this guy. Yeah, he gets me. He gets me. He understands. I find sexiness in food as well. So in summary, Yuri's mum for the healer type. What nice, about you, Kay? Nice. Um, I'm going to go with Yuko. Yep, Yuko. nice. Yuko, yeah. Um, I feel like she would know a lot about first aid from her ice castle work. Queen of the ice, ice castle. <laughs> Queen of the what castle? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a separate movie that I've got on my computer. Um, yeah, she'd know a lot about first aid. She's kind, she's very patient and, you know, she's got three kids so I think she'd be good in a zombie apocalypse at keeping, keeping calm. Yep. Yep. That's cool. a lot of energy, triplets. So if she can do it in regular life, I think she could definitely do it in the apocalypse. I agree. Yep. What's so, next? What's next? So we've done the fodder and the <laughs> healer. How about your tank choice? Uh, ooh. You want someone big, big and strong. And, and strong. Well, not necessarily big, but just strong and capable of rushing in. And... Um, probably JJ. I know that you used him for your... Oh, no, did I use him as for my fodder? Oh. No. Who did I use for my fodder? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Emil. <laughs> Osher Ginsberg. Osher Ginsberg. How could I have already forgotten? If anyone's wondering why I'm saying that, it's because, allegedly, allegedly, that Osher Ginsberg was the inspiration for the character design of Emil. I think... I think the, um, oh, what's the creator of Yuri on Ice's name? Isn't that awful? I don't even know. It's something like Kubo Sensei or, mm -hmm. um, she Googled Czech mail. And the first thing that comes up when you Google Czech mail is, is Osha Ginsburg. Formerly so, known as Andrew, Andrew G. G. Andrew G from whatever that crappy show was on Australian, <laughs> Australian TV. Idol. Australian Idol. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Nah, nah. So I don't know if that's true or not. It might just be internet legend, but. Mm -hmm. I mean, it holds true to us. He looks well, just like him. Like I said, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so sorry. So, Osher Ginsburg was my... Osher Ginsburg was your bait. ...was my fodder. So, that makes JJ my tank, yeah. Because oh, he's... Boo. No, no, no. Hear me out. He is actually quite muscled. And I feel like if anyone's going to run blindly into a horde of zombies, slashing yeah. as he goes, it's going to be JJ. Because you'll be like, who's going to be the hero? And he's already charging out the door. You know, JJ kind of looks like Levi from Attack on Titan. He does. Or Aaron. Do you mean Aaron? I think I mean Levi with the undercut. Yeah. Doesn't Levi have an undercut? Uh, his eyes look like Aaron, but maybe that's... Their child. It, maybe they're... <laughs> Please don't encourage <laughs> But he and Otterbeck look a little bit alike with the undercut. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. There are a few undercuts in Yuri on Ice, actually, looking at this character sheet, but yep. that's cool. It's, it's okay, a trend. so Sorry. JJ is your tank. JJ's my tank. Who's your tank? I would say that would have to definitely go to... Uh, is it Jakob? 
Victor's coach. Victor's coach. He looks like the kind of guy that has killed a few people in his time. I bet he used to be part of the Russian mafia. Yeah. Definitely. I think so. And while he seems quite reserved right now, I'm thinking that as a younger man, he was quite outgoing and yeah. quite energetic. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So that is why he's my team. Okay. He looks like, I mean, if he can put up with such shit as Victor and Yurio and Georgie mm-hmm. and, you know, the rest of the Russian ice skaters, all mm-hmm. their nonsense, I feel like he could probably put up with zombies coming at him from all angles. Yeah. All right, so who does that make your all-rounder? All-rounder slash Daryl Dixon? Yeah, like the Katniss Everdeen type. Legolas type. It's always an archer, isn't it? Yes, mm. we've, we've, uh, I know, I'm we've just agreed on that. Now. Okay, sorry, sorry. That's right. So, Victor. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's skilled. Okay. And, if you look at it this way, he was world champion skater and then semi-successfully moved to coaching. Must have done something right, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's just... Uh, just throwing that one out there. Just okay. a bit different. He's quite flamboyant. Not that's like... Some, well, so is Legolas. But, uh, yeah, that's true. Sort, sort of. of. They both have long hair. Elfish way. Hair. That's true. Yeah. Yep. What about you? Um, mine would probably be... Autobeck. Oh, damn. Yours are good. Oh, I'm only saying so because I feel like you do need stoicism and someone who's like a surprise um, all-rounder. Yeah. So I... F- I feel and someone like who has a motorbike, good. that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh my God, he pretty much is the Daryl Dixon of the Yuri on yes. Ice world. Yes, Daryl Ottovec. That makes Yurio Carol. Carol, good. I'm trying to think of people who've also ridden on his motorbike. That sounds wrong. You know what his I mean? Crossbow. His crossbow. <laughs> he loved so, that crossbow. So I would say maybe we'll do a separate one for The Walking Dead. I feel like this this is yeah. a jar of worms that needs to be opened. Um, yes. Otbeck for my all round. Okay. And leader. Do you want to go first? Mm, no, you go. I'm still thinking about it. Okay. So, my leader. Drum roll, please. Oh. No, don't do Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. My leader is going to. Otbeck. He's going to have two rolls. What? But your all rounder wasn't Otbeck, was it? Was it? Oh, crap. It was Victor. That's an unusual choice, but all right. Like I said before, the sound dude. Yep. 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 He he doesn't talk much. That is the best quality of a leader. Okay. No talky. Heaps of action. Quite young Heaps too. of walkie. Okay. Yep. That's fine. You know what? Motorbike. Yep. Also, yep. can I not stress that enough? Motorbike equals excellent character. But motorbike, having a motorbike. Motorbike? Motorbike. <laughs> Otterbeck's motorbike. <laughs> motorbike. Um, having a motorbike implies that you are a solitary person, like a lone wolf character, because there's only seats enough for one. Well, you so don't... if you're a leader... Yeah, if you're the leader, okay, last thing you want, people clinging to you, all needy, give them, give them your advice, let them deal with it as they will, okay? And this is why I would I never be a leader. I feel like the whole point of being a leader is that you have a group to lead. But okay, that, that's... Yeah, semantics. All right. What would you know about that? <laughs> Take that to your philosophy class and philosophize it there. <laughs> okay, um, my leader, I'm, this is going to be a bit, of a, a bit of a weird one. I'm going to put Katsuki Yuri as my leader. And I tell you for why. Although yeah. he is prone to bouts of anxiety and panic attacks. He unites people. He unites people. Mm-hmm. He's compassionate. And also, 
when he's in his Eros mode, he's pretty powerful. Eros mode. He seduced Activate. like the whole audience. Yeah, he's like a Pokemon. He is like a Pokemon, a beautiful, ever-evolving Pokemon. Okay, mm. and Evie. Oh, Evie's cute. Yeah, no, I I think Yuri. Although Victor isn't on my team. Oh well. Oh well. He must have died in the apocalypse. There are bound to be casualties in the upcoming apocalypse. I think those are good teams. I think yep. they'd work pretty well. Yeah, okay. Okay, so our final question, as always, what would you rate this as a chocolate bar? Okay, how would I describe it as a chocolate bar? Mm-hmm. Oh, now it's an as always thing. Apparently, it was... wasn't good enough on the first show. <laughs> Look, people change. Times change, my man. <laughs> okay, I would say that as a chocolate bar variety... Uran Ice is best described as a peppermint, like, bar. You know those peppermint crisp bars? Like a peppermint patty? Um, oh, like a like a crumbly thing? Yeah, What are yeah. they called? It's like a, yeah, just peppermint like a peppermint crisp. bar yeah. crisp thing. Yeah. So, on the outside, just a bit of chocolate, mm-hmm. and that is a symbol for your general sports anime. Mm-hmm. It's a sports anime. But on the inside, it's got a bit of zing. Ooh. That's where it goes after those other topics, like actually addressing that not everyone in an anime is straight Mm -hmm. and actually addressing that you can have anxiety and that there are all these complicated things going on. So that's why. What you say about straight people and assuming that people in anime are Mm -hmm. straight, I find it very interesting that most of the straight relationships shown in Yuri on Ice are problematic. So you've got... Michelle, um, Michelle, Michael, and his sister. Yes. Not really a like conventional straight relationship, but mm-hmm. um, like a boy-girl relationship. But what about uh, Yuko? Yuko? Yeah, and her husband. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's probably one of the better ones. I was mm-hmm. just also thinking of um, Georgie and Anya. You yeah. Know, he was a bit creepily obsessed about Anya. He was. Um. And JJ and his wife slash number one groupie. Oh, no, fiancé and number one groupie. Oh, he had a fiancé. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he's... Oh, gives me great joy to... I mean, bless you, JJ. <laughs> no, she was um mm, interesting. But yep. again, a little problematic. I yeah. feel like anyone who marries their number one groupie, I mean, it says a lot about them, but it also says a lot about the groupie. Yep, Michael Moore. Hmm? <laughs> who said that? Okay, uh, so a peppermint crisp. Peppermint crisp. All right. Plus, very good after dinner. And so is your own ice. Boom. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like palate cleansing. Yeah, nice. Um, okay, if I had to give it a chocolate rating, ooh, I would rate it as a crunchy. You know in crunchies, you get the full-size crunchy, right? Not the fun-size crunchy, but like a full crunchy from mm-hmm. the supermarket and you give it a bite and half of it is like soft honeycomb that's yeah. um, melt in your mouth kind of crackly and the other half of the honeycomb is really chewy and hard yeah. and a little bit deeper than what you'd expect mm-hmm. of a crunchy yeah it's not always consistent and Crunchy's it's not pretty always straight up and down, so exactly yeah. So I feel like half of Yuri on Ice is that like soft undertone of, you know, we all get along, we're all friends on the ice. Mm -hmm. Like if you try hard, you'll win, which isn't necessarily the message here. But if you try hard, you'll achieve your dreams, whatever Mm -hmm. they are. Oh my God, I could sing the... If you believe it. (laughs) Keep on believing our future. And the other half of Yuri on Ice though sort of presents this, like you say, like a deeper meaning of... Mm -hmm. um, 
other relationships, homosexual or otherwise, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But challenging, yeah, challenging conventional notions in in anime, which I mm. think is really progressive, and it's of no surprise to me that it is so popular, like Crunchies, because it's different and there's something in it for everybody. Yep. Can I throw this one out there? Of also? course. Pop and candy. Oh. Do you see a bit of pop and candy in your own eyes, or not really? Mm, when Pitchett's around. That's when it pop pops. <laughs> he brings a lot of crackle. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I without him, it's just a there. yeah, it's just a bland chocolate, bland mm. Freddo frog. Otherwise, but, you, but if you get the pop and candy and they're just right. Yeah. Fireworks. Okay, pitch it. Okay, pitch it. <laughs> cool. Every anime need a needs a pitch it. Excellent. So on the whole, Yuri on Ice, pretty great. Pretty great. I would definitely recommend it to anyone who's into relationship-based animes. I suppose that falls under slice of life, but relationship romance animes without being ever explicit or too Mm yaoi-ish. It it definitely focuses more on the deepness of their relationship. Yeah. Not just the he's hot, he's hot, they get together. I think I've come to terms and I've come to peace with the frustrating characters. Really? Just during the course of this podcast, but... It's been therapeutic for both of us. Just need to get it out there, but... There are some annoying characters initially, but I think if you can just... There's something in there for everyone, like you said. Like, there's a character in there for you, and there's someone who's going to be entertaining for you, and there's also someone who's going to be a little bit annoying, probably. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think most animes are like that, though. Yep. Cool. Cool. All right. So that's uh, that's a wrap for this week, and we are back soonish to talk about something anime-related. Sure. Gaming related, K-pop related. Who knows? Who knows? Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> As always, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Kay. And I'm T. And we hope you have a great week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our show. As always, you can find us on our website at www.sliceoflifepodcast.com or on Instagram, sliceoflife underscore TK. Please feel free to get in touch with us, leave a comment or even send us an email through our website. We'd love to hear from you.